What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder, James Boyd came to give them life. The Blackest Wrestling Podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they're kicking trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in. That's on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit it, talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation The power of the this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Uh, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all it counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Hey. Hey, folks. Welcome to this midweek edition of One Nation Radio. I'm James Boyd. And here with me, I have Rich Lotto. What's going on, man? The real has returned early. <laughs> yes, early. <laughs> yes, we, we had to. You know, we had a lot of stuff that we were set to do and talk about, and then like we may say, hey, let's spend two hours talking about the Wrestling Observer Awards of 2023, and it was a fun, it was still a fun show. Uh, but yeah, yeah uh, we had stuff to talk about. Um, I mean, I think we, we kind of aired some grievances from the weekend, uh, uh, you know, during some of the awards. But uh, there's still some time to you know. Give people the business and everything. Yeah. So, um, and there, there was some stuff also to praise. It ain't just all bad. It ain't just all you know dark clouds. There's gonna be some sunshine, some rainbows, that kind of thing. Um, you know, I think that most will be directed towards AEW and this built of revolution. But uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see where we uh, wind up. We'll see where we wind up. How about that? So, Rich, where do you uh, where do you want to start? Well, I'm happy that the message that has gotten the tunnel talk that I have heard they will be watching Rocky. Um, oh yeah. So. I just hope, uh, you know, you, you, you y'all enjoy, you know, the film. You can check out some of the sequels and all that. They progressively get funnier and more outlandish. Uh, and then hopefully you make it up to the Creed series because then it, it it really takes the fuck off then. So, um, so should we warn them about? No, no, nothing, nothing. You don't think they would appreciate the warning? Nope. You don't think they'd be like, why the fuck would people like this? And they'd be like, well, it came out in 76. Come on, 76. I know. It's crazy. That should, that would, if they remake that movie, that would never fucking happen. You know. Just, just brace yourselves in the first act. Yeah. Some bullshit happens. It'd be all right. Ain't nothing, it's, 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 it's absolute bullshit. But, yeah. you know, if y'all want to turn it off, I don't, I don't blame you, but whatever. It's, it's one of my favorite movies of all time, but, you know, that thing is that thing is horrible. That is horrible. That is not a baby face. <laughs> that is not 
Benny face hey, they, they are aware that he is. This is a downtrodden man. This is a this is a broken soul. Damn near. This is a, this is a this is a bum. You know, like and ultimately, you know, one of Rocky's big goals is to not just be another bum from the neighborhood. So you know, I. I think you, you. I think you. You guys will see the beauty. Of it. Focus so. on that, and not the, and not the, that part of the beginning. If you can, if you can just, if you can just, if you can just like, I don't, if you can just like, hey, that doesn't, and then like their relationship afterwards, just, it just, 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 just sidestep that. This just, this uh, is there is valid, absolutely valid. If you just put that to the side and power through the rest of the movie, I think you might like that. And then like once the movie's over, you'd be like, oh, that was bullshit. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> That was horrible. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, good luck, good luck, ladies. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that 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 CM Punk emotional bullying that that really worked. That they, they didn't they did not want to stand on on the same side. That's crazy. It should not have worked. Like these these are smart people. Like wait a second, yeah, the the the, the, the reverse psychology troll gonna work. And Richard's like, Richard's saying it like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna troll him. He's doing it smiling. He knows y'all going for debate, and it still burned y'all up, and y'all still fell for it. Goddamn, that's nasty. That is some nasty. Oh work. shit, Brewhaven in the comment. Hey man, Paulie is just mis- misunderstood. Paulie's a racist. Fuck him. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, big gosh. Man, so Paulie comes around though. You know, like it. It takes till Paulie's damn near old as fuck, but even still, Paulie is prone to to fuck so much to, to say the wrong thing. Always, yeah, always, always. Uh, I will say this: I think my favorite joke in Rocky in the entire thing was like was uh, number two when uh like you know he he came a star after that one fight, and then dude they're in the zoo, Adrian and Rocky in the zoo, and uh the dude comes with all these opportunities and makes some money. He's like, yeah, how about you know how about some we uh. We hook you up, or we we get you in on buying some condominium so you can uh so you can make some money and let, you know some real estate. And he was like, "Well, I, I got to tell you, I, I don't use them. I don't use them, yeah. <laughs> that's, one of, that's one of the that's one of the funniest shit things I've ever fucking heard. It's like it, it's it's dirty, but it's not. <laughs> you know, it's wordplay. Because he's dumb. Right, right got a heart of gold, but well, yes. but he's dumb. Yes, <laughs> I think um. Just specifically, Paulie. One of my favorite things is the beginning of Rocky Three, where he's just you know he's driven crazy with rage. He uh-huh. Rock forgot about him uh-huh. and all that. He fucking tears up that arcade, and yeah. then you know Rocky's got to come basically basically save his dumb ass. Yeah, and then he he gets a bright idea in the garage. He's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try my luck one on one with the world heavyweight champion <laughs> myself. <laughs> And then he can't fucking hit him. <laughs> right. Well, I, well. Since we talking about Rocky Three, do I? This is now when I give you my Rocky uh, to give to give the world my Rocky Two through Rocky Three uh theory. <sighs> um, conspiracy theory. Sure. Sure. All right. Spoiler alerts for those that have not watched Rocky uh one, two, or three. So this is sick. By the way, <laughs> so. If you watch it, if you binge watch all three in a row, you'd be like, "Hold on, bro, what the fuck going on?" So, uh, obviously, uh, the relationship Adrian and uh, Rocky relationship starts in Rocky One, uh, and then Mick Mick starts uh, training Rocky in Rocky One, and Mickey is not fond of 
of Adrian. You know, it's more like he's more or less alluding to saying like he's she's weakening your knees, Rock. You can't be doing this, right? So anybody, we get by the time we get to uh, number two, Adrian goes into the coma, and Rocky doesn't want to fight. He lost his heart to fight, and Ad- and Mick is like now going to Adrian's bedside corner and checking on her to make sure you know checking on her just for the sake of Rocky or whatever else. Uh, and then Adrian comes out the coma, tells Rocky to go win. Obviously, he wins. Well, let her turn you right. So then, you know, the relationship softens in between those two, Rocky and Adrian. So then, by that point in time, Rocky's world champion. He's, he's beating Tomato Can left and right. He's in this big ass mansion. Bums. You know, obviously, Adrian and and, uh, and Rocky are already married by that point. They're living in that big old mansion. And Mickey has has quarters, has, you know, uh, trainer's quarters, if you will, uh, in, in the mansion. So there's a point in time where all of a sudden, you see Rocky was, I think he was messing with a robot. He was training or whatever else for a tomato can. And all of a sudden, he sends for one of them or both of them. And they both come down. And, like, they're both disheveled. And they're, like, getting themselves together. They're coming down the staircase. And, like, Mickey's, like, moving, like, his, like tucking in his pants. And, like, Adrian's, like, fiddling with her hair or her, or her lapel or whatever else. And I was like, wait a second, what? So then, next thing you know... You know, in in the, you know in the middle of the movie or towards the end of the uh, the first act, Rocky, um, you know, I'm sorry, Mick has a heart attack, or he basically dies, and Adrian stays behind with him instead of go into the fight against Clubber Lang. With all this stuff going on in Rocky's mind when there's still Pauly there and everything, and so I'm like, hey man, was was uh was there an affair there? What's, what was what it was 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 Mick and, and Adrian knocking boots this whole time and like she decided to stay behind with you know the, the side piece because he owed he finna go to the upper room. I I was always like when you watch it when you watch it in the binge you're like wait a second these, this is weird like how the relationship has evolved and then like they're like weirdly close and then all of a sudden like when at Rock's time of need she stays with the trainer. To die. Was hold on, hold on, hold on, before you move on, hold on. Was was Mick actually the love of Adrian's life? Tony Todd's gonna watch all three of these movies after this. I gave, I gave, I gave them, I gave, I gave them what they talking about. They want the romance and all that. Yes, you, yes. You love, you love one part of your conspiracy theory out. I've heard this many, many times. I'm From, shocked yeah, you, yes, you yes, left yes. this out. What did I leave out. Um, when Rock and Adrian got married. When Adrian was side, what she was sitting on. Oh, that's right. Mickey was sitting on Adrian's side. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that part. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about that part. Thank oh you, Rich. My God. Thank you. I forgot how I I haven't talked about this in a while, so I forgot all my you know my, the the you know I haven't let you know I haven't laid out this case in a minute. It's been about a decade. And every time I laid it out, people always look at me like, "What? They're disgusted?" Or "Hell no!" Or "Huh, that's funny." It's never. It's never like. They don't ever see my props for being right. They don't never agree, right? <laughs> they don't never agree. Look, all the, all the conspiracy theories and bullshit I've had to hear from, from you and Josh Smith from Keeping a Strong Style over these years, and, and I've had to just, like, you know, I don't okay. quite, I'm, I'm not quite getting this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, enjoy. It's, it, no, it, it's, it's, it's hilarious. All this time, Rocky World Champion, and Mick was one that was beating out the frame. All right, let's, let's move on. <laughs> Holy shit. 
Um, so where did, where would you like to begin? We like, clipping this. Oh, oh yeah. We are we are clipping the right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Should, should we just begin the show every week just talking about a random part of Rocky? Oh my god. <laughs> that would be incredible content. <sighs> okay. But, so where uh, are we going now? Oh, so I think we should bury Shinohan Pro Wrestling first to begin this. Oh, well, actually, they did also put out the New Japan Cup bracket. I got the bracket well. right here with me. Perfect. I mean, it's um, going to be part of the burial, so. Yeah, man. Um, So last weekend. They had the new beginning, I believe, was it in uh, Sapporo? And then um, I don't know the the second city. It Sapporo, was it was Sapporo night one and two. Okay. Um, that first night of New Japan, I woke up in the morning and saw the the timeline, um, and just absolutely shambolic. Like just people were just having meltdowns, acting yeah. like they had um, seen just the end of a promotion. Um, you know, people people watch this shit, and then night two was was better or better reception, yes. or whatever. Old, yes, old head tech first time chat. I agree. The theory makes sense. You you finally found someone to agree, James. Congratulations. Oh, is old head tech just purple drain? Is that just Dan again? Oh man, I don't know. Stop this. Stop. Who else is old man tech? They both Stop got the same. This. Never mind. Whatever. <laughs> Dan, you let us know if that's you or not. Um, but yeah, um. The the stuff I was seeing, like just looking at some of these booking decisions, it looked like you know Gato's cooked. Um, the the young guys are all kind of being booked into oblivion at the moment. We're still doing this evil shit. Um, they decided to strap up Matt Riddle, who it finally admitted to doing cocaine in public and failing multiple drug tests. That was yesterday, so, right? Um, yeah, so. I was I was privy to this um, <laughs> for for quite a while, but now since Matt Riddle is talking about this in public, I think it might make some of his booking in WWE make sense. Um, when he would go missing, when he would not be on a SummerSlam despite being in a feud, different things like that, you can you can line it all up and, and see. Can, can we, like, park the car right here and talk about Riddle for a little bit right here? Sure. How the fuck? Oh, excuse me. New Japan television champion Matt Riddle. Right. New Japan television champion Matt Riddle, who beat Tanahashi in, like, eight minutes. Hey, man, I, um, how the fuck, how the fuck do you test positive for cocaine? You know how hard that is to do? Like, to get caught for, 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 okay, maybe maybe the testing has changed since I was at the time we were hearing about, like, how the testing worked for, for, for you know, drug testing with cocaine. But back in the day, it used to be, like, you almost had to be literally, like, like in the same bathroom trip to uh, to, to fucking uh, test positive for cocaine. It used to be like that. So for him to test positive for cocaine, not once but twice, is, that sounds, that sounds like that man was treating his nose all the goddamn time. Like he failed, Man. like he 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 failed a intelligence uh, test. <laughs> um, yeah. So Matt Riddle, like, 
I don't know why you would admit this, but maybe he's like, yeah, man, I gotta, I gotta put it all out there to, you know, to be free. No one can hold anything over my head. He, I, there's plenty of other things. He, if there's other things he'd like to confess, I'm, I'm sure there are a few things that we all, you know, have heard about him that he that yes. come to the forward table with, with, it. and also like, shout out to him for for talking about, you know, failing drug tests in America. While he has his Japanese rest promotions belt in the fucking shot. He had the belt with him. Like, is, is there's one like, thing we know has about. Has somebody played this for Hiroshi Tanahashi yet? Yeah. If there's one thing we know about Japan, they don't fuck around with drugs. People have been fired from New Japan for getting caught with weed. <clears throat> like, when I, when I took my trip to Japan, I didn't bring anything. I didn't even bring ibuprofen. I was like, nope, whatever is there, I'll get it at a pharmacy because I'm not finna fuck around to find out. No, thank you. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, what, 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 what's this? It's, 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 it's NyQuil. Arrest him. Send him to the gulag. Nope, not happened to me. <laughs> nope, what's it? Nope. We holding on to him. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. We need to check. Damn it, Brewhaven. <laughs> oh. Do you, do you want to address that? Because I can address it. Uh, is it James left the sex toys at home? What? Remember the Matt Riddle thing where I told him to leave the sex toys at home? Yes. Don't bring shit. I, I remember that. I actually listened to it uh, recently. I don't know what that's got to do with James Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. But um, this, I don't know, man. New Japan looks like it's at the lowest point it's been since the Dark Ages, almost. Um, Okada's gone. Mm-hmm. Just fucking leaves. All oh, these people trying to shoot their own angles with him. He's no song. Everyone. Well, that's Hilarious. the one thing about night one. Like he has he has his penultimate match, and at the end, like at like by the ramp, you have Grand Khan holding up the, the King of Pro Wrestling belt in front of uh, Okada. Okada basically walks out the ring after you know waving and everything. He looks at him and he, like just side steps and walks right on by, it. And, and then Okada's sitting there looking like. This motherfucker walk by me. <laughs> I can't believe you walk by me. I can. <laughs> it's Okada. You got a fucking king of wrestling belt. Clown. The Kazushiko, the Kazushiko Okada pro wrestling belt. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, man. He just you know it's amazing. Like to see like Okada on the way out, he's just like, I'm not I'm not doing this with you, man. No, and then there was also another part of that uh, later on in night two with um, him doing commentary, and then at the end of the hair match, like Suji walks up and is like, "Really? This is how you leaving?" And he cuts a promo on Okada uh, backstage too, and it's like, "I hope this is you know setting setting the seeds for you know the eventual return in three, four, five years, two, three, four, five years, whatever else." Uh, but you know the whole con thing, I don't see that one getting off the ground ever. I just don't. Yeah. Um, Sonata and Naito. Uh, all right. Do you watch the match? So I watched the match, and I thought at a certain point, like uh, Sonata got injured, and like he kept going. Like I, something happened where he took he took a like the Randy Orton you know rope DDT thing. You know, like yep. the spike DDT up between the person laying off, hanging off the, the ropes, but it's on the apron to the floor. And it looked to me like when Naito gave Sonata that DDT that, like, Sonata jammed up his neck. Right? 
Like, so I was thinking, like, oh, yeah, it looks like maybe he has a stinger, whatever. You know, it, look, it looked bad. It looked bad. So they're, they're wrestling, and, like, it's going on and everything. And then all of a sudden, like, towards the closing stretch, they're getting it. They're doing reversals and everything. And then every time they're doing reversals, like, they stop while they're in holes with each other. You know, like, almost like they're both, like, locked up, like, they're about to battle for a, super, for a suplex, like, vertical suplex. And they just stop. Hmm. And the time goes by. And then they do something else. They, they move to the next reversals, and then they get stopped again. And the pauses I'm giving you is like how long they were waiting between moves. And I was like, this isn't like they're struggling. They're just like, they're getting to, they're trying to get to the next spot, but they keep, it's almost like they keep forgetting what the next spot is. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is bad. And it just fell apart. It just fell apart. And I was like, yo, um, this wasn't worth it. Naito outclassed him again at the beginning, kicked his ass thoroughly throughout the match, and then put him away. And what the fuck was this for? Do a rematch after the dome? I don't, I don't get it. But you know, it ain't for me to understand. It's for gay, it's for gay to understand. And um, nah, man, not good. No bueno. Um, this, this, you know, that was the main event. It was bad. So after the match, Naito calls out uh, Okada. Uh, it calls him because he's at ringside, and then he does the, like he, he tries to give him the uh, the the bump, the fist bump thing. At you know, holding the fist in the air. So Okada goes for it, and then uh, Naito starts beating on Okada, and then uh, it turns into an uh, Irish whip rever- into the ropes, reversed, and then Okada's going to give him the drop kick, and then uh, Naito stopped, hit the brakes on the ropes, and then uh, there was, a, I think, another cross-up, and then Naito did the flip into the, you know, the, the layout on, you know, with the fist up, which is my backdrop right now. So uh, that was like the, cl- the closing picture of those two together, uh, just like, that's the end. That's the end for now. Uh, but Okada will be back to pack him up in in a few years. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. Sounds sounds like a dead promotion, man. Like, I, I mean, all right. So here we go, right? So, Rich, that match we described the, the IWGP World Heavyweight Title match, the rematch. It has a it's a whopping five point nine one on Cage Match right now. Yikes. Evil level. It went 24 minutes, bro. Like the, I'm telling you, the way the way you need to watch just see how long the stops are between everything they do because it's like you're just you know like, me. What is, it's like what is I'll, happening? What's going you on? Know, you know me. I'll watch a bad match for the perverse nature of it. Right, but you need to watch because you're like, bro. I've never seen. You know, you say what you want to about Sonata. Sonata's a competent wrestler. It's like, is he injured? Is he concussed? Is he forget? Did they forget their spots? What? Like, they just look lost out there. I've never really seen either one of them look necessarily lost in the ring. You know, it was weird. Really no, weird. No, that, no, that's just not his face. Like, I don't like So, I guess we go down the card from that. The hair versus hair match. Uh, Yodosuji versus Yu uh, Yamura. They wrestled this match like it, was, like it was a regular old fucking match. There was no heat to it, no passion, no desperation for one or the other not to lose their hair. Uh, as the match continues to go on, uh, it, another weird thing about it. It went 28-20. There's a 30-minute time limit on it. And, like, as the time goes, the crowd, the women in, in, the, in the crowd are getting more and more desperate and more and more, like, ex, you know, loud over, you know, which, whichever, whichever one of their hunks is, you know, they're rooting for not to lose their hair. But, like, the match just stays at this level and it doesn't really move. And it's like, it's, it feels like, I don't know, a third, like a, a few years ago, like a, a singles match on a row two show and start on the third match. Mm. Except it went 28 minutes. And it was like, I don't, 
do they not have, like there was no sense of urgency for either one of them and it was really weird and like you're more like you know we were just talking about sonata you more might have that sonatism where he's like he don't that's that's just what he is this is what he is like obviously very talented athletic all that stuff but like he don't have like low low grab you high floor low ceiling and then like just doesn't know that he needs to be like he needs to put more emotion into it uh suji he was fine but it's like if he was in there with somebody that it it was almost like the blind leading the blind because they're lack of an inexperience like they both know what to do they're both capable uh, but like they don't have the experience of like how do i how do i further illustrate like what's happening in the ring as far as like the story i'm trying to tell or do we even know what we're really doing like do we really really want to do this um mm-hmm. it was it was just weird to see like a hair match you know like we've seen hair match in new japan like what was that russell kingdom 11 when it was goto versus suzuki yeah yeah we've seen hair matches like it's not just a you know if it's a women's match, it means so much more or whatever else in Japan. Like, nah, we've seen good-ass hair matches with men. And, like, for those two that are, like, the heart thro- or two of the heartthrobs, the up-and-coming heartthrobs, young dudes, handsome, stereotypically handsome, in shape, all that kind of stuff, just didn't... It didn't, didn't work have the way it. you would have wanted to. So, um, yeah, uh, unfortunate, but... Uh, you know, whatever we'll see. We'll see in a year or two, whatever else. It looks like it looks like you know this class is gonna take a take longer than we expected it to. It ain't like some just push them immediately and and let's just you know re- and have them just start like that. You know the musketeers thing or whatever else. It's it's just, it's marketing. It ain't they ain't there yet. Maybe they will be in a year or two, but they ain't there right now. New Japan Cup. We got that bracket. We got the bracket. So on the left side of the bracket, um, you have Sonata versus Yoshihashi. Should be a good match. Uh, I'm sorry, sorry. Sonata has to buy is in the first round is uh, Yoshihashi versus Kenta. Uh, Yikes. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, if it, it, it was Noah, so, I, I feel more confident. Somebody uh, that gives a fuck versus somebody that don't. Right. Um. So Sonata has to buy. Uh, the last. So the <clears throat> bottom half of the top. Uh, left side of the bracket is Jack Perry versus Shota Umino. Big and, match. Yeah, uh, big match. Two two dudes. You're, this one is expected like one to be maybe the best opening round match, maybe, but it's definitely gonna be up there. Uh, then you have at the very strap bottom. Up, strap up, Big Jack. Let's go. So at the bottom of this, the the winner of Shota Jack Perry will face the winner of this disaster. Toriyano versus Yujiro Takahashi. Bro, what the fuck My are we doing? My God. What the fuck are we doing? Toriyano versus Yujiro Takahashi. Yes. Man, uh, it like knowing the way New Japan's going, are we about to get the Yujiro Takahashi tournament run? Are we about to get the Team No Limit title match between Yujiro Takahashi and Tetsuya Naito? Tetsuya Naito, he just likes to fight everybody he used to be affiliated with. Why not Yujiro? I, I I don't think we're going that deep into the news lore. I don't think we are. I don't think we're that desperate. Um, someone will defend it. That is true. There will be someone that will defend it. It will not be anyone that comes from a uh, social super podcast network. I guarantee <laughs> to you that. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's just has sticker written all over it. So, uh, TJ, so, uh, the bottom half of the, uh, left bracket, you have TJP versus David Finley. All right. Um, 
you know, that'll be good. Uh, you have a match that will probably not be good in any way, shape, or form. Tangaloa versus Great Okan. I don't know. Yikes. Hey, man, they they not doing this left side of this bracket. No favors. This is a real low ceiling over here. Tangaloa um, versus Okan. Yeah. Holy shit. So, uh, Hiroki, so at the bottom of the bottom left side of bracket, Hiroki Goto has a, has a first round bye, and they, he faces the winner of Tomohiro Ishii versus, uh, Chase Owens. Uh, that match could be pretty, could be decent, right? Um, they're like, going to uh, beat Ishii in the first round because they're not going to do an Ishii Goto match. Why? Because it'd be too good for the, it'd be, it'd be the best match in the tournament. You can't be, can't yeah, be doing that. Can't have that shit. Can't, can't, can't be having great wrestling matches on in a fucking t- wrestling tournament. <laughs> hey man, let's 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 get let's get back to Goto, man. Like Goto back in singles now, you know. All right, so now that I laid out the names, I'll give you the names again: Yoshihashi. Sorry, Sonata, Yoshihashi, Kenta, Shota, Jack Perry, uh, Yujiro, Yano, TJP, David Finley, Tangaloa. Actually, let's let's actually do, let's do quadrants, right? In the top quadrant: Sonata, Yoshihashi, Kenta, Shota, Jack Perry. Uh, Toriano and Yujiro, who you got? Who you put into the final? Um, either Jack or Shota. I feel like I feel the same. Um, way. I I feel like Jack Perry is going to win uh, and get to. I could easily make the case for Jack Perry. Go over on Umino here. If if Umino is not winning the tournament, you can beat him in the first round. We've seen that um, for guys for years and years in this thing. Yeah. Um, the Sonata and Jack Perry, that's an easy rematch because, right. you know. Uh, Having Sonata. a forbidden door and Jack Perry just win back. Yeah. Yep. And I, so I'm, I'm going to take Jack Perry. I mean, honestly, whoever wins, I feel like whoever wins Umino, Jack Perry is winning. This is getting through this this quadrant. Like, because yep. Umino definitely could beat Sonata, right, t- too, as well. So, yeah. Yep. Um, so bottom, bottom uh, left quadrant, we can go through that. We have TJP, Finley, Tangaloa. Great Okan, Ishii, Chase Owens, and Goto. Who you got? David Finley. Oof. Um, Yuck. Yeah, I can see it. Um, I can see that. Yeah, unfortunately, that's yeah. I will go David Finley get into the quadrant. Um, and then like if it's Jack Perry, you have Finley beat him. If it's if it's uh, Umino, you have Umino beat him and get put Umino through the final. Uh, that's kind of I see it. So. Uh, all right. Over on the uh, top left, sorry, top right, uh, you have Evil getting a first round bye. Amazing. <laughs> he faces the winner of Yugaleo of Hikaleo and uh, and Oleg. Um, then you have a you know, bro. Before, before we before we keep going, Evil and Hikaleo, they did that shit during the G one, right? They do that shit again. Anoki's coming out the grave. Anogi will stop this shit himself. Uh, all right, so uh, below that match, you have Shingo Takagi versus the, the who will be freshly bald Yuu Yamura. Um, I I don't I still don't understand why they why they have two why they decide to do this match at this point in, in the stage in the game. Like, I, I, I guess they needed a main event for one of these nights. Uh, but it didn't main event. It was no. It was it was some main event. And it was Sapporo. Never mind. 
Yeah, so I don't know. Whatever. Uh, no, it's gonna be real great when Shingo goes home round one. Yeah, that's, that's, that's gonna that's gonna be that's gonna be real sick. Well, they are in the middle of downcycling. He just lost to uh, or seemingly they just he just lost to Taichi in New Japan. And also, like shout out to Taichi and Shingo Takagi uh, carrying on from you know their King of Pro Wrestling t- uh, feud that was actually fucking awesome. And like when I heard that a regular match and it was two was fucking awesome. And it's like, hey, um, maybe just maybe here's a thought. How about we push those guys at the top. Just, just thought, just thought. You know, they're they're already over. You know, they're nice stop gaps. They they can go out and have great matches with in in being title matches, or whatever else. You you can you can put the either one of them in the, in uh, and get the title fits against Naito, and it will work. It'll be you, successful. You would think. Yeah, like let's not let's, let's not do this. James, refre- refresh. Turn your camera off and turn it back on because like I I reset you because you froze. Okay. But um. <clears throat> yeah, um, we have Callum Newman and Gabe Kidd, uh, kind of more fallout from that cage match. Okay, you're good now. I can see. Yeah. Um, nope, nope, nope. I think you're froze, but uh, a little froze bit again? Than, Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't know wow. why. Um, but Callum Newman and Gabe Kidd, uh, I'm gonna take Gabe Kidd on that one. Um, you're on froze now. Okay, that's all right. All right, great. All right, so then, uh, all right, then the bottom half of the right bracket, you have Yoda Suji versus Jeff Cobb. That is a match. That is a match. That That's going to be awesome. Yes, it should be awesome. Because um, Jeff Cobb knows what the fuck to do, and Yoda Suji, if you're in there with someone who knows what the fuck to do, can go out and have a great match. Uh, yeah, El Fantasma and Michael Nichols, him. that should be very good as well. E- ELP's time there. I, I kind of like this uh, bottom group. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, yeah. Then you have uh, you have Taichi versus Ren Narita. Um, and then the first round by is Zack Sabre Jr. who will face Taichi Renarita. And I mean, I, you know, after watching New Beginning, I was thinking to myself, like, why can't they just do Sabre versus Taichi in the final? Mm-hmm. This side, let's do it in the second round, seemingly. So, um, yeah, like, I don't think you have Taichi beat Shingo if he's going to lo- just lose a Renarita. Uh, unless okay. they're about to start like you know just five guys versus house of torture and if so fuck we just got a tweet from mercedes monet um talking addressing julia she said you standing on big business or you just standing around you know where to find me after basically saying you know julia saying she's gonna keep this shit and she's gonna look for mercedes so uh maybe we'll uh actually get the match i don't know where though um, if it's that big business, that would be pretty fun. Um, I mean, they. Uh, what do you need to announce that ahead of time instead of two weeks from now? We only, uh, you know, like also, uh, Julia has to defend that belt on the on what like two days, three days before. Like it against Stephanie Vicare, right? Yeah. Valkyrie, Valkyrie, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, hmm. and people, and presumably she's losing that belt to Stephanie Valkyrie because, like, they people have speculated that they want her to be the champion eventually. Um, so we'll see. It's it's um, like if they want to do that match, it's like I don't, I don't know how you. I mean, well, not because her contract's out. Her contract ends well at the end of March. So I mean, I guess they could do that. 
on on uh on AEW. They had to push the button on that real quick. Yeah, they had to bring her in. They had to bring. They had to do biz, big big business and then like book the match for like the end of the month. That seems like that makes more sense. Let's go. <laughs> um, tai Chi and Renderita, I think this has uh, House of Torture shenanigans, and Tai Chi is going home in round one. Ugh, I don't want. I mean, I don't want to see that because the main reason I want to see it because, like, if if you do that, and it kind of makes me think you're gonna do you're gonna do just five guys versus eight versus House of Torture. I don't want to see that shit. But then again, like, what do I want to see out of House of Torture? So you know, like, everything's else. there's there like. I don't think there's a single like. Mm-mm. I ain't trying to see good wrestlers against them. But I definitely ain't trying to see sorry wrestlers against them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. Let's to recap on on the right side. Uh, top quadrant: Evil, Hikaleo, Oleg, Shingo, Yuamura, U- uh, New- Newman, Gabe Kid, Suji. I'm sorry, sorry. I, I forgot. Stop it, Gabe Kid. So, Evil, Hikaleo, uh, Oleg, Shingo. Iwamura, Newman, and Kid. Evil. Fuck, man. Um, <laughs> this is nasty. Uh, I know. Yeah, they're gonna have Shingo beat. They're gonna have Evil beat Shingo or some shit like that, and then get to the quadrant. Yeah, I can see that. Fuck, that's nasty. Uh, all right. Uh, bottom right quadrant. Uh, Zach. Yeah. Like I look at Danim's like Sabres are gonna go through all of them. It you know. Uh so um yeah, it seems like we all are kind of in agreement here. Like we got um Finley in one quadrant getting through, Evil in one quadrant getting through, Saber getting one through in one quadrant, and then uh the other one up for grabs like either Shota or Jack Perry. Right. Um, I mean I'd either put I either I either have Shota or Jack Perry win this shit or or have Saber like win this shit and then go to Sakura Genesis and beat uh, and, and win the title, but we'll see. Um, you know they may not be doing that. Like I don't I don't think I think Naito needs to have the belt and actually have the shit for most of the year and stop with these short fucking reigns that keep making people want to buy into him chasing the title off fucking again, be a fucking champion and carry the company because you, you, you're all, you're all they got right now. Like drop that shit at Dominion and quit playing. Yeah, so uh, that's kind of where I'm on it. Like, let Shota go. Let well, then again, if you put Shota through, like you beat Shota, like goddamn, he'd be zero six in the, in the <laughs> title challenges. <laughs> they, they they have made him jungle. They have made him jungle Kiona. Goddamn. <laughs> they they have rookie <sighs> Goto this man. Yeah. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Well, we should jump over to AEW Revolution, I think. Yeah, yeah. All right. AEW Revolution. Uh, the card is stiked. All right, let's 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 get all this bullshit on my screen. New Japan, New Japan, New Japan. Go away, go away, go away. All right. Uh, 
Oh, I just eliminated Shaver. My bad. Uh, AEW Revolution. Man. One of the best built um, cards in the history of the company, I think. One of the best cards uh, on paper in the history of the company. I think this has been possibly my favorite AEW pay-per-view, like, historically. Mm. Okay. Um, it's just every, everything kind of takes me back to the match that happened actually four years ago today. Um, <laughs> Kenny and Hangman versus the Bucks, and here we are, right on. You know, four years later, the Bucks are back, kind of. You know, in the in a tag team, a huge tag team title match. And it isn't necessarily so much about the belts, but um, it's Sting's final match. Um, uh, Darby Allen and Sting taking on the Young Bucks to headline this thing. Um. We obviously saw Sting come from the Raptors one last time, maybe, um, on Dynamite this week. Great angle to set this whole thing up. Bucks kind of turned around, fell for the trap. Uh, first tag team main event. Um, they're doing it in Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, the Young Bucks have been the perfect foils this whole time. Um, the, you know, Sting is... Just uh, such a revered legend. A lot of people are sharing their memories of Sting uh, this week. And I read the Players' Tribune that Darby wrote about him. I saw Sting's interview in Sports Illustrated talking about, you know, what Darby has meant for his career. And this is just going to be an all-time, like, uh, event, I think, in wrestling. Like, 16,000, Greensboro, North Carolina, huge, you know, the crowd's going to be on fire Sting is going to empty the the gun and think about all the crazy shit we've seen in, from Sting in AEW. I've been on record. His AEW run has been my favorite Sting run, uh, but I have a lot of great memories of Sting. And Sting never disappointed me like he disappointed, you know, other people um, throughout his career. Um, and I, and, and really to me, what Sting always represented, like just kind of reflecting on it, was. I'm major, but not there. Like I am the face of like wrestling that like, like alternative wrestling throughout like history or whatever. Like I, you know, I, I carried a flag for WCW. I carried it for TNA. Yeah. I went in there to WWE cause it looked like that was the only fucking place I could go or whatever to keep it going. But the second he was, you know, kind of done there, he was like, yo, I want to, Bade AEW, put them on the mat. And it's like, yo, if you just look at the last 40 years of wrestling, like Sting has been the guy opposite of WWE everywhere he's he's went, whether it was at the very top of the card or someone that's just factored in. Like he's he's Sting for like, you know, there are people that there were little stingers that are fathers and have families, and um, you know, a lot of stuff with Sting. Sting just lost his dad. Like, I just lost my dad. And then, like, I, you know, that last promo he did, you know, talking about it. And it was just so much of, like, an appreciation for Sting. And he's in the best hands possible, I think, for this. Darby Allen's going to fucking, like, lose his mind on this show and do everything. Sting's going to lose his mind. And, you know, the Bucks are going to come, you know, ready, essentially. This is, like... It's going to be such an important moment in wrestling, and I just hope no bullshit like emerges to like fuck it up because it's an AEW pay per view week. We know how it goes. Yeah. Um, 
the crazy thing about it is like would it be the craziest thing in the world if like Darby and Sting won and then vacated the belts and then they do a tag tournament I've heard people suggest that I didn't know if people were suggesting that but like you just look at like what's going on right now with like FTR and Claudio and Moxley and the Young Bucks and like it seems like they're trying to circle the rags around his tag team division again um but you know whatever we'll get to it if it comes to that but yeah as far as Sting like Sting is my third favorite wrestler of all time and um I've it like from childhood it was like it was you know it was Ultimate Warrior then it was Hogan then it was Sting and like Sting is what kept me watching WCW and then Hogan showed up and you know Flair you know Flair was back and then, like, the NWO thing happened. And, like, you know, the whole storyline was just so great and so fun. And see, watching, like, Sting come down and whoop, like, 40 dudes one-on-one. One-man army is 50. You yes, know, stand, stand on business. On business. Stand yes. on business. Sting was doing that for it was cool. Um, and, like, it was so fun, like, watching, you know, after all the fucking heat NWO was getting all the goddamn time for, like, Sting just put them in their place for a while. It was, like, really fun. And then, obviously, you know, what happened? They fucked the finish over 10. Um, but, like... That was a really fun run, and then he he did some other cool stuff like the it, it like the Wolfpack shit was cool. Like the stuff with Brett was cool. Like I'm not gonna front like the stuff with Vampiro was not <laughs> okay. It was not, but like next thing you know, like WCW is done, and you know I you know I had fell off wrestling like even before then, um, and I was when I heard this WCW was going out of business, I, it, I was sad to hear it. Um, like I, it drove me crazy how bad it had gotten, but like. I still, you know, I still remember that, you know, the Nitro run, you know, uh, from 96 through, you know, until, like, I stopped watching, like, around 99. Um, and, like, Sting was a big part of that. Like, he was, he was like, you know, Sting and Lex Luger. Like, that was one of my favorite tag teams. Um, just because, like, Sting is the ultimate good guy, and Luger is a POS, but his redeeming quality is Sting likes him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, he's cool and with he was Sting. jacked. If, you he's, know? if he's cool with Sting, then he's cool with me. Okay, whatever. We'll make that work. Yeah. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll figure out how to make that work. Um, but yeah, man, just uh, as you mentioned, like you go through, you know, forever. Sting wasn't an Observer Hall of Famer, and people were like, "How's Sting not Observer Hall of Famer? What, what are y'all looking at?" And then like he goes to WWE. He, he he does some business, like as far as moving some tickets. He has the match at WrestleMania. That was a fucking blast to watch, and one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Um. And then, like you know, he has met uh, some of the stuff with like you know Seth Rollins, and like it was a it was a fun little time, whatever else. And it was like he had built up like, hey man, when he has a match, like it works in WWE. Then he's he leaves WWE, he's in AEW, and like, hey man, he's hitting like nine hundred in AEW <laughs> as far as as far as his hit rate for matches. It's like this dude since like two thousand fifteen. In his age, like fifty three to now sixty three, like years is like had like one of the better batting averages in a, in the world as a, for match for match is like yeah he's a former Hall of Famer and he kind of always was one it just he's around incompetence and shenanigans and he wasn't you know cutthroat enough he was too good of a guy to be in his business to you know even get to the level he he got to so like um, I think one of my favorite moments uh, with Sting is like. When he went in for the WWE Hall of Fame, and like I, you know, 
I didn't know much about his personal life, but like to see him with his wife at the time, and it's like his wife was like age appropriate as opposed to being like you know he's around with Flair a lot and seeing like you know some, some you, know, <laughs> you know twenty years his, his his junior or whatever else some ridiculous shit. It was like yeah, man, the man is the man appeared to be living right. You know, obviously you know he's probably on gas, but whatever. PEDs, I don't care about PEDs. So um, yeah, I, I just I just think he's been like one of the nice guys in the industry and like you know did business in times where he probably shouldn't have and you know whatever. Like I think that's the reason why people like seeing he comes off as an actual good guy. So yeah, um, it's gonna be sad to see him go, but like he's done a lot of cool shit and I never would have thought that like you know. When he when he showed at AEW like I was gonna be able to like kind of relive my childhood in that way and then like get actually get the best run of Sting probably you know outside of you know him not wrestling matches him just beating yeah. up the NWO so uh, it, it's been real fun to kind of get that back um, you know you get older you know the kind of things you uh, you enjoy like you you lose that stuff and obviously memory fades and all that kind of stuff but like to see him back and still be able to do this kind of stuff like it's been fun it's been really fun. Yeah, um, big match for Darby Allen. Quietly stacking up main events <laughs> for pay per views. Um, you know the Young Bucks. I, I think they've played their roles uh, to perfection. Um, and you know this is this is the alley oop. So like we we know that those guys want to be you know in the main event of, of a show for a long time. So um you know Sting's retirement match I can't you know think you know they're gonna have flair there too so uh I hope they they pull out all the stops like you know I'm talking about they need to do a post-match ceremony regardless of the result um they gotta really just make this thing like like bring the whole roster out like whatever the fuck you gotta do bring the heels out bring the heels out you know everybody yeah bring mirror out to share for Sting yeah yeah, can we um, can we get a video package for Andre, from Andrade via WWE so he can call him Mr. Sting one last time? Mr. Sting, yes. Like honestly, like WWE should like contribute to this moment somehow, but they're not. They're not. And look, they are, they've already put him into their Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's their it, excuse. It, it, like you'd be like, look, man, he's already in our Hall of Fame. We've already given the biggest honor we possibly could give him. Yeah. Can you send some video footage over that you own the WCW? Oh no, fuck you. Oh, you hung up. Oh damn. They hung up on yeah. us, assholes. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, man. Um, I just uh, yeah. Brewhaven said the man of TA will be there. That's cool. And yeah, that's cool. Yeah, don't um, don't bring his his stepdaughter. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, uh, don't, I'm gonna don't pick show her on camera. I, I'm gonna pick the Bucks, but um, that's that's you know. smart money. That's smart money. Yeah. So, um. Let's go to uh, singles match for the international championship. Hold on, before we move on, hold on, before we move on. Look at Brewhaven's last uh, second to last message. So, Madam Ta will witness Osprey and Takeshi. Imagine that will make him stand up. Oh my God, bro. he's not in a wheelchair. <laughs> I don't think he is. I could have swore wasn't he in a wheelchair. Uh, I don't know. I could have swore he was in a wheelchair. Oh no! That's oh, why. He that's is. the joke. God damn it! God yeah. damn it! Um, AW International. Brewhaven might need his own podcast. He be saying wild shit. This man wildin'. Um, I imagine there are people that listen to the show that like don't get in the, get in the chat, and then sometimes we read these comments off like you guys have gotten over with an audience that you don't know about, even <laughs> that are in the Twitch comments. Y'all wild. 
Um, but yeah, man. Uh, Orange Cassidy versus Roderick Strong. This is like the longest build up for like an international title match I've ever <laughs> seen. Um, is it, like the crazy part is like. This would have been so much more effective if, like, Roddy Strong was the champion and, like, he had to go through all... And, like, Orange Cassidy had to go through all these matches to get the match. Instead, is the champion is going out there and wrestling a thousand goddamn times, wrestling, yeah. every, every, like, three times a month to get to this. It's like, bro, I, I get the story. Like, it's, but you've already done the story of Orange is exhausted, wrestling all these matches, like, being a champion's champion, carrying the, the, the burden of, of defending anytime, any place, anywhere, on short notice, with all these injuries and everything. And, like, I get it, man. But, like, you just, you literally just did this. Like, not even months, not even months ago, not, like, not, not even six months ago, like, three months ago, four months ago, you were doing this already. So it's like, you, you wrestle even, Matt Taven. You wrestle Mike Bennett. He did the Red Pro Her- thing? Yep. You wrestle Hercules Hernandez. You wrestle Ricky Steamboat. You wrestle <laughs> just everybody. When you, said Hercules, when you said Hercules Hernandez, I was all in the slot. I was like, did he fuck up a name? And then he said Ricky Steamboat. Okay, he's, he's doing a bit. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, he I was Calhoun. You know, you know, he fought the warlord. He, he wrestled know. Ivan Pusky. Correct. <laughs> you know, Pedro Morales. I was just about to say Tito Sanchez. <laughs> Tito, <laughs> Tito Santana. He say fucking Pedro Orange Morales. Cassidy faced the goon. <laughs> oh my god, he faced something too. Jesus. Yeah, IRS, all of them. Yeah, all the stars. He's fought them all. Yeah. Oh. Titles uh, changing here. This is the end of the road. Yeah. Word yeah. for the boys. boys like, this is the end of the road. And hopefully it's the end of the geek shit that Adam, or sorry, that Roger Strong's been doing. He goes go back to being one of the best fucking wrestlers in the world. And because that's been, that's what's been getting lost in his fucking gimmick is that dude's a killer in the ring. Is that, and I'm, I'm just hope it's over and we can have this run and, and please don't let it be a long run. Because all we've had with this belt has been either short runs or long runs. Can we get like a three month run and move on, or a two month run, or drop this shit in an exciting style? So yeah, um, yeah, three way match be because it's them. But I don't. I, I'm over the story. Yeah, yeah, I, I I think it's gonna be great. But uh, Roddy's winning that bitch. He should. Uh, three way match for the AW World Title: Samoa Joe versus Hangman Adam Page and Swerve Strickland. So, um, three-way match, three ways are tough. Uh, these are all awesome guys. Uh, they had the angle Wednesday where, uh, Hangman pulled the switcheroo, thought he wasn't in it. Then he cocked that bitch back, broke it, broke the uh, crutch on, on swerve, uh, in his body. Joe's throwing his insults in there. Swerve was throwing his insults back at swerve or, Swerve was throwing his insults back at Joe. Excuse me. The double turn um, has been completed. Yeah, and you know this hand, his handman page guy is an absolute liar. Um, yeah. So you know, yeah. I, I think it's it's kind of clear like w- which way this is headed now. So um, you know, a couple weeks ago I was on the show, and <laughs> just seeing how this has all been, you know, kind of you know just just drawing my uh, my shit together. This feels like I feel like Hangman Page is going to factor into this finish. Um, I feel like this is 
you know, the scenario that, you know, I presented a couple weeks ago, I feel like that's in play. Like, I feel like this is like, yeah, man, um, I'm going to like, it may not be some on purpose thing, mm-hmm. but I am not convinced that Joe's losing here. Um, I'm going to take like if you would have asked me a month ago, mm-hmm. I would have been like Swerve's time easy on this. Um, but I feel like there is more. There's more going on that needs to happen before switch. Um, I think the the way Hangman's been in there tells me Hangman is a part of the finish and Swerve is not. Um, okay. And I think that this is going to be a great match. Yeah. Um, but I think this night is about Sting. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. He drew the house. Yeah. Um, and I think that the last couple of weeks, everything has kind of been done for a reason, which I think all these things will kind of come to light. Okay. I don't um, know. Not necessarily like, you know, cause obviously Hangman did the injury angle. Um, there's a reason all that was done. Um, not at Liberty to uh, discuss that, but um, I think that, People should keep their eyes open on all this stuff. So, okay. But I'm anticipating a great match, and Same. it's really cool. Swerve has come this far. I debuted at this event two years ago. wasn't on it last year, and isn't a world title match here. Um, and I think this is a testament to the work that he's done to get himself to this level. Uh, this is a testament to. <laughs> what other people are not doing in the company yeah. uh, who, who, yeah. who would rather not learn who like I feel like the blueprint if you want to get over an AEW is real fucking basic and there are so many things that one could do to get on Tony Khan's good side but one thing that Tony Khan has dealt with is getting people to do jobs so if you know this, right, if you're a professional wrestler, right, and you're someone that's looking for opportunity that is, whether you're coming in from WWE, whether you're coming in, you know, from wherever you're coming in from, how do you make yourself valuable? Like, all right, man, I know I, I can offer you something, Tony, that other people are not offering you right now. The ability to do clean losses and great matches. And I'll use that time to get myself over. Because the more I'm on your screen, the more valuable I am. Mm-hmm. And that that's something Swerve figured out that <laughs> you can just go down the list of right. people that did not figure this out somehow. Yeah. <laughs> like, right? Um, so very proud of him uh in that that uh aspect of of taking himself and making himself into top star in the company. And his time is coming. Like, and you know, it might be this weekend. It might not be. It might be, you know, 
a few months from now. It might be, you know, you never know when it's going to be. But, like, I think he's submitted. He's good. Like, <laughs> and, you know, I think Hangman, look at him, what he's done on this thing. Hangman has been like the sting of AEW. Um, mm. He's just like someone so many people are riding with and believe in. And this man has decided to be selfless here and like take a dramatic risk kind of with his character in service of another guy, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's crazy how that's working because I last, you know, a couple years ago I was told he was an empty headed dumb fuck. So, you know, it's crazy. And then, and then, and then Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe's been like better than I could have imagined. Right. Like as, as a as a champion at this stage in his career, it's like, all right, what does this guy really have left to offer? Like at the top level, right? He just put a suit on and he'll just talk some shit and it's like, all right, we're gonna ground this thing because like it was like an erratic kind of feeling around you know the main event uh, scene and the world title. He's like, I'm just gonna bring the, bring these meat and potatoes back. I'm gonna talk shit hit people hard and like we're gonna like just have good wrestling matches so i anticipate these guys will probably have one of the best three ways we probably ever seen and i think like these guys are gonna have like a point to prove too because it's like yeah you know sting's going on you know osprey and takesha are in the ring but we got this world title here too that like as that we are pulling out of you know the mjf fucking shit <laughs> that, that we're saving now so uh i think there's gonna be a really big statement uh for, for this world title match i can definitely see that um yeah I, I don't have any words for this match like i think um what match was it there was a three-way involving was it jay white and swerve and moxie right yes yeah like after seeing that match like obviously my, my concern wasn't um wasn't swerve it was more moxley in the three-way but after seeing that match it's like oh, okay they, they got that figured out they got it figured out as far as how to handle a three-way properly um to where people will be satisfied with it more than satisfied but over the moon about it so for me i was like yeah we're good we're good here we're absolutely good so um yeah i i think it's gonna be a great match and um i'm interested to see what the ending of it is and like where they go from here because like i don't necessarily want this hangman and adam page thing i'm sorry this uh swerve and adam page thing to end yet so, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's see what else we got. We got the women's title match, Timeless Tony Storm uh, versus Deanna Perrazzo. So um, with Tony Storm uh, here, I'm going to uh, adjust my screen momentarily. Yeah, you're going to white. Uh, white. Yeah. So, um <laughs> You know, so we got Tony Storm <laughs> versus Deanna Perrazzo. Um, uh, a rather well built, if not, albeit a little goofy, you know, whatever. But I, I guess that's to be expected, uh, with what uh Tony Storm is doing. But uh, Deanna Perrazzo, I think, has been one of the more strong, stronger presented women, uh, in AEW history, I think. You know, from the moment of her walking in the door, um, on the list with the likes of Tony Storm, uh, it's like she they gave her time to have matches, even though they didn't give her the best opponents. Yeah. Like you can look at that cage match, but like she still was like you know working around it, kind of showing what she had to bring to the table. They let her talk, 
and then they let her like do segments with the champion. So it was like they did they put a lot of effort into this, and I think the reward will probably be an awesome title match here. Um I could go for a switch, but I think Tony's kind of she's she's too uh kind of dug in here, like as far as like uh she's she's kind of like cemented right now so I, i'm gonna take tony to retain okay um yeah i um i wouldn't mind if tony won the match i think this is like i think tony is starting to figure out how to um make the matches work for her character as opposed to i'm sorry uh make her character work for the match as opposed to make the match work for her character and um you know like now she's in there with someone that she trusts someone who is one of the uh, one of the better wrestlers she will be facing um, at this time. So, like, I think it's now, like, time to show, like, proof of concept, like, further proof of concept, like, yeah, I, I really got this. Like, I could do the goofy, wack, wacky thing, but then, like, I can do the emotional thing with someone from my past and and give, uh, and make more, and more and give, make everybody happy when they watch her stuff, as opposed to just, you know, just the, just the, just the people that like her being a, a goddamn loon. So, uh, like me, I enjoy the lunacy. So, uh, Rich, you you're hit and miss with the with her lunacy. So yeah, I, guess, like, so I get it. Sometimes that shit like goes like you know I'd be like all right, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but um, right. right, and that's understandable. So like I'm um so you know I'm I'm I think this is a good part. This is a good place where Tony retains. It's good. It's a it's a quality defense, and then um we can go back to um Diana at a later time or continue Diana and Tony Storm at a later time. Yep. Um, so I'll go back to uh, the regular screen. Um, oh, that's now. funny. Cause I'm about to go to a different screen myself. So you go into black and white. I'm going to different backdrop. So um, up next, we've got Eddie Kingston versus um, <laughs> versus Brian Danielson uh, for the Continental Crown, and this thing has been built up amazingly. Um, there's just so much like. Cool. Like they brought in Junakiyama for a match with Danielson. That match ruled. They did an angle after this where he kicks Junakiyama in the dick. Eddie comes out to save him, um, and it's just like uh, it's a battle for respect. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and, like, and yeah, like man. The barometer is Junakiyama. Danielson respects Akiyama. Akiyama respects Danielson. Danielson does not respect Kingston. Uh. At the end of the mat- that match, and then like they shake hands, uh, Akiyama and Danielson, and then like he flips off uh, Kingston, and then Akiyama's like, "Nah, man, this is- he's cool. Don't don't disrespect don't respect someone who's real." And like Danielson's like, "Hey, man, fuck you too." <laughs> and then Kingston all- and then Kingston immediately on Danielson's ass, and then it leads to uh, um, FTR coming out. Which then leads, I'm sorry, then leads to Claudio coming out, and then like it just a, a huge fight. Honestly, actually, I'm sorry. It took it was uh Claudio comes out because I was like once he once uh once that happened, I was like Claudio gonna come out here and then and, and and you know regulate and he sure enough regulate and then uh, FTR came out and then turned to the brawl and he set up the, 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 the trios match. I was like this is great. Like the match was fun as hell, and then this was great. Um, and it's like. And all they did was just something like sip, sip like rooted. Like in in just reality, like you're talented, but I don't respect you because you because you wasted so many years of your life and your potential, 
And and Keeks is like, I'm a different person. I'm Cinderella man. Like that may have been me. Like I just ass. fucking beat you a but, couple months ago. But, that be, and that, but that's the thing. He's also burning up Daniel. So that's the reason why he turned back. He yeah. was like, he can't believe he lost to this fucking guy. He can't believe yeah. it. It's driving him. It's, it's driven him back to being a heel, right? He's like, I can't believe I lost this fucking guy. I can't believe it. All right. And then like, you know, this guy that like, you know, I've looked down upon and I've, I have, I actually don't like respect and I actually pity because like I've seen his potential, but he never looked to his potential. And now all of a sudden in year, whatever, now he's reached his potential. Like maybe, did not, he actually reach it? it. Second, like, it's, it's like, is he actually reaching the potential? Am I wrong? Like that? I, I think these are all that's like, what's pissing. That's what's pissing yeah. Danielson off is the part was like, yeah. I always saw it. He just never brought it. And now he's bringing it. And it's like, well, what the fuck? I'm the mm. person that's busting my ass everywhere I've went. And now he's beating me. Yep. Yeah, I've been what world champion. What, yeah, what, what, what like the fuck five, am I? Yeah, I've been like a five-time world champion or else, but like this dude had it and then squandered it. You know what I'm saying? Like that has to piss someone like Danielson off in you know in his character, obviously. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so that's why I like enjoy this this thing. Like it's almost like Amadeus. Like uh Amadeus, you know what Amadeus is, right? Mm-mm. Move from the 80s about Mozart. About like basically like uh, Mozart or Mozart's a prodigy, and he's kind of like he just does his thing, right? He's almost like a prince type thing. Like imagine you read James, and all of a sudden Prince walks in, and like he does things you can't do, but you're older, and you're like you're you're like what the fuck? Like I thought I was talented, you know? Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's like so I'm so I'm is kind of like this dude kind of like has you know almost like loses faith in God because like. I thought you tapped me on the head and like you tapped this person on the head and he's like an asshole about it. Mm-hmm. I'm actually humble and like give it to your, your graces. I bought in, I drunk all the Kool-Aid on, you know, my faith in you. And like, you repaid me by having this person be so much better than me. And now I'm Sound like Mark. Right. Like, but that, that's what's going on with Danielson and Kingston. Yeah. Right. Like it's, so it's, um, I, I, I just, I've just really enjoyed it. I've liked the this whole story. This is a really great storyline. Like, like it, it's kind of, it's kind of the dumbest motherfucker can understand it. Yeah, it's like under the radar kind of, but like when you dig into it, it's like it's so rich. Like as far as like 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 I feel like Chad would love this storyline or whatever. Like, um, yeah, stuff like that. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> next match. Will Osprey versus Kanosuke Takeshita. <laughs> Send the stars. Um, so Will Osprey versus Kanosuke Takeshita has been a dream match of mine. I have long said I was like, yeah, man. The next, like, you know, I'm looking at it like the ne- the Okada Omega of the next generation is right there. Like, <laughs> like that's it. And boom. Night one, um, Will came in. I love the way he came in. He came in. He's clearly a baby face. He's happy to be here. Crowd happy to have him. He's over in Huntsville, Alabama. Right. Um, and he was like another you know, another he, one of these dudes is played is played trade in, mostly in Japan, being over as fuck. I thought I thought no one knew who these Americans who I'm not these American fans, you know, that aren't from major metropolitan areas didn't know who these people were. Don comes out there, gets the heat, lots of it, and then like he kind of makes a mention of something like you know talking about everything, and it's like Will kind of figures out it was like oh you used me, like you only wanted to be Kenny, you didn't care about me, mm. so 
putting them in there with Takesha. It's under the guise of the Don Cowles family exhibition, blah, blah, blah. But man, th- them two went face to face, and I was like, I already know what's about to happen. Like, I just watched Will Osprey wrestle Shoto Umino and Yoda Suji, yep. and Takesha's better than both of them niggas, like, yep. <laughs> seven yep. days yep. out the week. So, um, this is this is going to be a five star match minimum, like match of the year contender. We're talking about two of the most um, talented it, it, people of the era. Like they get time, yeah. We're, we're we're talking about a match of the year contender right here. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm going to rejoice every minute I get to watch this. Takesha stepped to him and was like st- towering over him, and it was like he's at least two inches hey, taller man. than Takesha, or Takesha's at least two inches taller than him. And like the thing about it is like. I remember the first time I saw Takesha at uh, the uh, cyber fight thing, right? When he had a tag match where he was tagging with uh, um, uh, Yuki Ueno versus, uh, I think it was um, Uemura in, in, in Kanto Kimiya. And I was like, they say he's 6'2". He, don't, he looks taller than 6'2". And then you see him next to uh, Osprey, and it's like, he looks like he's fucking 6'4". And it's like, bro, what? why are Jack, Zack Sabre Jr. and Takesha lying by their heights in the wrong way? You supposed to embellish, not de-emphasize. Like, well, you, th- you think even to make you a uh, sinner all of a sudden? You think you KG? What are you doing? Um, I, I met Takesha last August, and mm-hmm. he was tall, man. Like, he was, I felt, you know, I was looking up. I was like, uh, I think he was, like, around your height. I'm or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, saying, like, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah, like, <laughs> so, yeah, man. I This is going to be sensational. Like, um, I, like, I, I'm just so happy. I, I'm so happy. Like, like these are the matches that is yep. like, yeah, man. They're not like nowhere else has these right now. They don't do these in New Japan right now. Not, yeah, not as of now. They're not doing this at WrestleMania. Like, unless Gunther is being allowed to go in there with with the chains off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is what we come for. Yeah, um, match gonna be awesome. Yeah, like. I, I, I'd be hard pressed to match. This isn't the best match on the card. And if it isn't, <laughs> then my God, <laughs> we out of here, baby. Uh, so yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I, I don't know what to expect other than greatness. Singles match for the TNT championship, Christian cage versus Daniel Garcia. This one could be really good too. Yeah. We know Christian comes to play. On on pay per view, we know Garcia has been getting over <laughs> a little bit more from the Continental Classic yeah. the beginning to to right now. Like he's been cutting great promos, he's been having awesome matches, the cage match stuff with FTR, the singles match he had with with uh, Adam Copeland. Um, now he's getting this title match. He went face to face with Christian, told him, you know, hey man, you gonna tell my dad I'll put you with him. Like, and it was like, you know that. I, I was fucking with Garcia, man. Like, I, <laughs> you you want to make a statement? You know, I I think I think it would be good to give Daniel Garcia the belt here, and then that way when you go back to Copeland and it, Christian, you can get the belt away from it. Yeah, you can get the belt away from it. Yeah, because he already did that that fucking cash in thing with it too. Yeah. So, so like like they what they need is like hell, a definitive win loss on have, that thing. Hell, have have Copeland cost him? Hmm. Yeah, have him come back. Yeah, and then he loses that shit to Garcia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm with that. I'm, I'm gonna take Garcia in a, in a maybe an upset here. Yeah, you know, yeah. Let's raise the our unit fist. is pretty strong. Let's right raise our now. fist. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
you know, last time we did this, my shoulder was so fucked up. I couldn't, I couldn't lift my arm up like this. <laughs> my shoulder was like, I was like this doing it. I can all the way now, all the way. Yeah. Full, ra- full range of motion. Let's ride. Yeah. Boy, y'all, uh, I don't be telling y'all how fucked up I end up being doing all this, all this workout shit. Like, I'd be bad. It'd be, it'd be bad. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, uh, I expect that to be a really fun match and, you know, what was that? Uh, that happened on Collision two weeks ago with the, the, the Concerto, right? Yeah. Or Dynamite. Yeah, Dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of time. You know, you know, people heal fast from these concertos. You know, now. Yeah, you know, so, somehow either they they the, the heads are stronger now or the chairs are weaker. One of the two. I don't know. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the skulls are thicker. The skulls are yeah. thicker. Yeah. <laughs> I'd better stop because then, how they start doing that fucking eugenic shit. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's stop. What is what is what is pushing? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. Um, tag match: FTR versus the Blackpool Combat. Hold on, before we move on, hold on, before we move on. Seamus Nova said, "Finding out James Six Four makes the Tam Nakano bathroom story so much funnier." funnier. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's the thing with all these stories. I tell you when I'm in these weird spaces. I'm 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 a gigantic <laughs> human being. Like I'm I'm sick. I'm six four, and right now I probably weigh two sixty. Yeah, like that's the that's the funny shit about all this. Like, actually, here's another funny joke, right? If y'all go to Social Suplex's Twitter right now, right or X or whatever, you go to look at the header picture. I am wearing a the the one X version of the shirt that I'm we- that I was wearing in that picture, and that shirt was like a four X. This is a one X. Hold on. Right. Like, wait, did James I- eat another James in that picture? Let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. Yeah. 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 So, anyway. uh, She says, Jesus, James could be a wrestler. I'm I'm, I'm 36. I cannot be a wrestler. (laughs) No. Uh, So, uh, moving on. Uh, We were getting, what, what match are we about to get to? FTR versus BCC. Yes, yes. Fresh off the Akiyama stuff, right? Um, yep. Like they've had that 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 plus before that the week or the dynamite before they had Dax versus Moxley, where they had a great match, and then Moxley choked him out, and then he kept on the sleeper hold too long, and then uh, Cash came out to break it up, and then Claudio came out to regulate. Like I'm enjoying it, man. I'm enjoying it. Like I, they like Dax and you know Dax and them. Like this is a this isn't like some great storyline aside from the angle they did with Akiyama, but like it just it just makes sense and you you see them want to compete and you want to see you see Dax and Moxie trying to like break each other's chest or break each other's sternum with their with their hands. It's awesome. It's fun. I mean, and they're these two are going to try to like um, definitely do outdo the main event like both of these teams. Good. Um, this, Let them. This, this is, this is this is a silent. This is one of those old school uh, silent competition yeah. uh, type matches. Like when you have Okada in a match on a card, and Omega on a, in a match on a card, Brett and Sean mm-hmm. in separate matches. This is FTR and Bucks, I think, and they're both gonna try to. It's funny they're not wrestling each other, but <laughs> they'll they'll compete in a different way. Yeah, uh, go for the gusto. Why not? But um. Yeah, I think I'm gonna take. Um, I don't know. It's is hard. Claudio's in this. Is Claudio and Mox? 
But you can remember, it can go either way because one, you got the two like kind of classic stars, and then the other, and you got like the they can win via tag team chemistry, right? Yeah. And then and then also can continue this longer, so then you have like some type of blood, some type of bloodbath match that Moxley and Dax and and uh, and Cash definitely want to do because remember they you know they they were in final battle together. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like this. I mean, this is more of a. I mean, I don't know if they actually like connected the dots to all the way back to that, but like this has they have been around each other since. The end of December. Yeah. Um, orbit, if you will. I'm going to take FTR on this one just because Moxley did get the win over Dax before. Then they did this that draw. Yep. And then and that draw FTR get the win. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be. And, and Rich. Rich. Um, if FTR beats Moxley and Claudio and and the Young Bucks beat Darby and Sting in the main event doesn't that mean that they will then have the match that they that was that was on the docket that got pushed back you, you think the Young Bucks are going to lose the belts like a month after winning or two months after winning them no yeah always remember what it, what it is in the end the Bucks will win. Oh, yeah, time, Rich. It's time. Is it time for me to pull up? It's time. Is it time, it's time to, to cash pull, it in? Is it time for me to pull up the bleach? Pull, pull up, pull it up. Is it? You know? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll get on to making it now. I'll get on to making it you now. Know. But uh, you know, it, it, it's time. You know, I mean, Cash got a gun charge. It's a perfect time to do a job before you go away. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I didn't even think about that part. You know, what's that show up real nice? What had a BCC push you over? Oh man, that's crazy. It did. You know, let's get let 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 let's get them shoulders on the mat. I don't care how y'all want to do it. How y'all want to lose? Pick a pick a Bret Hart finish. We'll do whatever one you want. It's <laughs> nasty. You know, do you want to do SummerSlam '92? Y'all want to lose on this on the sunset flip? Yeah, and oh, then Matt and Nick man. just fall forward. Y'all want the Leo Burke finish? What y'all want? Um, y'all y'all want the in the corner off the uh, the million dollar dream? Y'all 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 want that one? <laughs> Do y'all want the Bucks to act like they're gonna hit y'all with the bell? You know, oh, and wow. then. They throw it aside, and you know, do y'all want a screw job? Even you know, y'all could y'all could lot y'all could y'all could be in the sharpshooter, tap it out real quick. You know, however you want to do it. You know, just you know, ring ring that that fucking bell. I, I don't know what they want, but um, well, you know, uh, come get this job. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is, it is time. It is time. Uh, I'm going to pull up right now. It is time for these boys in a couple months to do a top job. That's right. Top guys. Yes. Top jobs. Top job. That's right. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. Bro, have Atlanta know. Senior throwing the towel for him. That's great. Yes, get Atlanta Senior out here. Yeah, and you know, you look, especially with their history of not catching luchadors in match. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Oh, if they came out there and be like, "Yeah, I got some. I, I saw you did in Triple A, boys. All right, got some for yeah. your ass." Yeah. <laughs> well, come on, luchadors, huh? Atlanta, what the fuck is Atlanta doing this match? Never, never mind that. Tell them, to, look, you won't. They won't smoke. Tell them to come, to come to uh, Triple or uh, Arena Mexico. Yeah. 
You know, uh, I, I thought of another Bret Hart job. You know, you you want to put Matt in the sharpshooter, and then your head is by the rope. You can just hit the, hit you over the head with the chair, and you just fall down. Like, you, wow. how you want to do it? You know, uh, I, I got one. Like, he said, do you want to wrestle? No, 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 do you want to wrestle for sixty minutes, and then you know, in overtime, lose the two super kicks? How, how do you want it? I got what better, Rich? They should. Like Tupac said, they how should, do you want it? They should have uh <laughs> they should have Dax uh in the bully choke from Moxley and then <laughs> and then Dax's daughter convinces uh the wife to throw in the towel and then it turns it turns out that that's what the daughter wanted all alone because he because he wants his ass to stop wrestling and come home. <laughs> he can be he can be pulling that old bro that bread knowing shit. Yes. Please, please, mom, throw the towel. And then Dax's daughter runs away from the ring in celebration. Yes. Now, the one thing to make it better is you can't be having Moxley uh, put him in the, in the fucking submission for five fucking minutes nonstop. <laughs> bro, you rewatching, but like, bro, get on bro, with it. Fuck. That's absurd. Bro, if, if we did like some kind of watch along or some shit, bro, I. I would tell my mom, bro, was in that fucking uh, chicken wing. I would tell oh my bro, God. it felt like it took, it felt like he was in that bit for five minutes. Yes, yes. Oh shit. Um, what else? On All star scramble match. So yeah. no meat madness, unfortunately, yeah. but and- somehow strangely. All the guys in Meat Madness that were named are in this match too. Yes, and the popular huh. theory is that Chris Jericho politic to get get himself into the pay per view because Chris Jericho needs to be on pay per view. Um, uh, I don't know how to handle this because there, there's information that uh, they, that I know through you that you that Dex differ. So like, but we but we yeah. can't really be doing that. So like, Jericho's got to eat that online anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I can't save you, Jericho, from this one. Um, but yeah, there was one match that was announced. Now there's a different match announced. Yep. With all the same people. Yep. With more people. Yeah. So, um, so it would seem to me that either uh, I'll say it this way: it was seen. It would seem to me that either Jericho lobbied to get added to this match, or somebody in the match didn't want to get pinned. <laughs> or somebody in the match that whatever the vision was, it could not be executed. Tony Khan just for some reason could book could get this match booked, but couldn't get a finish in the ring. So he had to add, he had to mm-hmm. add people to it, or Jericho politics to get in. You, you one or the other. It could be either. Or. Man, I don't know, man. Um, you got Chris Jericho versus Wardlow versus Powerhouse Hobbs versus Lance Archer versus Hook. Versus Brian Cage, versus Magnus, versus Dante Martin. So I guess that means Magnus won his match on Rampage. Believe so. Okay, because that was a qualifier. So like, I got spoiled. I won't watch Rampage. When I'm fucking with you. You know, I don't watch Rampage. I barely watch a Collision. But um, yeah, All Star thing. It's like, all right. Um, I guess this is probably something we should. It's a party match. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. It's, it's an AEW party match. Unless you're going to have the fucking devil come out out of nowhere and, and pull up and pull out with goons and win the, uh, the pull up the pull down the fucking chip. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. Um, 
a lot of guys in here. Um, they got Magnus and Dante Martin and Hook. Hook in a scramble match is kind of going to be funny. Um, is like, is he going to be trying to throw around Warlow and Archer? Like, no. Uh, <laughs> Dante Martin. Uh, it's time. It's time to dust off the uh the the Jets. It's time to fly. Um, I think Warlow's going to win this. Um, it'll make sense. Uh, yes, it is the morning contenders match. Yes. So, where did the rankings go? Um, because it's been a couple weeks, a couple and weeks. uh, them holes have disappeared. If y'all haven't noticed, um, hmm, I have a theory. Um, but you know, we'll 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 give we'll give us half the pay per view. Happy. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see when the next time. Let's let's just put a yeah. pin in that. Yeah, see when like, the next time the rankings know, come You know, there'll be someone that's, that beats a bunch of people in one match to get the number contendership thing anyway. So they'll have that match in their back pocket, and then like we'll worry about that after that. So we we'll have a couple weeks for this. I'm assuming yeah. they do the. I, I'm assuming the number contender gets their match in big business. Would that make sense? That you would think so. Yeah, yeah. Cause like you do that, and then you could do like a promo segment in Atlanta or something, and then you got one yeah. more week. Yeah. For big business, so yeah. um, seeing as how Warlow's been, you know, cutting these promos and you know getting a lot of wins, it would make sense that it's him right. that wins. And also, but, we, you know, also one of the three people that has a history with him that's in the yep. title match. And it's like, do you want to do Jericho? No. Do you want to do Hook? Just did uh, that. Yeah, that's true. He did. Lance Archer, that would be out of left field. Yeah, Magnus. No, I don't. Dante think- Martin. Mm. Yeah, Hobbs. Like if you do Dante Martin, thing, do it. Like, if you do the Dante Martin thing, it's more like you just kind of did that with Hook. Yeah, yeah. obviously so this... flying. You know, he's a better wrestler than Hook. But you get my point. It's like kind of like the oh, he's you know that's the the old Jungle Boy Jericho title shot type of thing. Yeah, like this got Warlow written all over for me. So okay, I mean he cut a killer promo the other week. This isn't this isn't wrestling. This is war. Yeah, love that shit. Oh. Like I don't know how this is war is not like a t-shirt, and and then if it's not a t-shirt, I don't know how it's not a super popular t-shirt that's been that's getting you know worn at like all the all the gyms, all the gyms. People lift weights, yeah. listening to fucking Metallica, absolutely all night. Yes, clanging and banging. Yes. Yeah. Um. In fact. If there is this is war short shirt, I might get that and wear it for leg day. That's great. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. AW Revolution twenty twenty four. Great card. Great card. Great um, card. If you look at this on paper and you be like, "This isn't a great card," I don't know what you're talking about. Like, um, I and they and they went in on this early. They got they laid out so many matches for this thing ahead of time. And um, I thought maybe it may have hurt like the go home show a bit, but whatever. Like you can't, all the stuff is well laid out. It, it all the stuff has video packages. It's all there. So you see, you don't have to edit out stuff. Make it you know make it make sense in that way. Um, you know, I, I thought it was really well done. I really did. Um, you know, and I know there's people that are doing the how did Hangman Page know that Swerve's gonna turn his back? So he can do double Swerve. He's like, well, well, okay, let's let's go another step further. Let's do another step further. 
Um, Hangman could have always changed his mind and been like, I want to be in the three-way and play, pretend to be hurt and then broke the fucking thing across one of their backs anyway. There's always that. There's always that tr- play the card. Like, it, like I get it. Like, I'm with you too. Like, it's a very uh, circuitous scheme. I get it. Um, but like, I saw people were upset about the uh, the Sting thing as far as saying like, he just let his partners get beat down. He let Flair get beat down. Is like it got built towards that moment. Like I'm, I'm sorry, but have you not watched these Sting and Darby matches? All of them is like Sting gets beat down for a while, then Darby goes out there and fights, and then Darby gets worn down and he's about to die, and then Sting comes to save him. It's Batman and Robin. What, what, what? Don't you understand? Yeah, he's been doing I, it for almost two years. For how many years now? Three years? Two years? I saw, um, I saw. I believe it was Jeff Hawkins from Shaked and Rose. Like Jeff, and I was just. I was like, man. yeah, you know, I've li- I've listened to Jeff a lot over the years. I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, you don't you don't know what's going on? Like, I was like, <laughs> right. So I just left it alone. They're, I'm like, I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna dog pile him. But if you're saying like he's took too fucking long or whatever else to build, he was like, I don't disagree. But the moment is the moment, or whatever else. Like, yeah. if if, we're, if we're, you know, I feel like the moment the fan service outweighed the the logic gap in that as far as why would he let his teammate sit there and get beat down forever. But the, yeah. you can also play the, you know, like if we're doing head candy, like you can also play like, you know, the people that are going to drop him. They had to play the safety rules. He's trying to fight the dude to get to drop him. He's like, no, I got to take thirty more seconds to make sure we don't drop you to your death. Yeah. Um, you want him to drop faster, Jeff Hawkins? That what it is? <laughs> Nine matches, pay per view, packed full of action. Yep. There will be no fifty-five minutes between matches. Speaking there will be of- no. There will be no ads um, just completely demolitioning the timing of the show. There will be more than four matches. Nia Jax will not be in the main event. Speaking of that, Rich, I have it up. Can we do a quick review of uh, Elimination Sorry, elimination Chamber Perth? Sure. So, Elimination Perth. Five matches, four in the main card. And you froze. Love it. Oh. Okay, let's let's. Oh, you on froze? You okay. on froze? Yeah. So, uh, five matches, four in the main card, all together with the pre-show, four and a half hour show, four hours fifteen minute show. Disgusting. That is fucking unacceptable. I don't care what your explanation is of them having. I don't care the the explanation of well they had a twenty minute sec- talk segment. Cool. Then let's say they had six matches on a four and a half on a four hour and fifteen minute card. That's still fucking unacceptable. Um, I made the jokes with Sam that like, and they, they, you know, it's 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 Perth, it's Australia on the other side of Australia. They they dying of thirst over there. Anything that you know is kind of like they're Wembley. We're like we'll, we look, we boo it, we'll cheer any goddamn thing. We just so happy to be able to give you all this money to come here because we don't never get nothing over here. We never get nothing, nothing. So not a damn thing. Yeah, yeah. So WWE came out there and 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 put that thing on them. And, it, yeah, and, they, and look, and they felt like you know, they felt like lightning was cracking. They felt like thunder was 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 rumbling and shaking the earth. It was in reality. It was a regular old pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna go with the whole Eddie Murphy bit. Fuck it. So yeah. anyway, um, let's go through the card. All right, or pre-show, pre-show. Uh, Kabuki Warriors, 
uh, WWE Women's uh, Tag Team Champions versus the team of Candice LeRae and Andy Hartwell. I don't know if they go what their team name is. I don't know if they're still. Uh, I forgot what the uh, the Gargano's just call themselves. In, in the NXT. way. Yeah, that's right. The way. That's right. Um, so they come out there, bro. They were they they were so happy to see Andy Hartwell, and I was like, if it must it must feel good to be in, in your home area, because boy. The rest of us don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like she. Anyway, so match. So the 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 match starts by Kuwi Warriors getting the heat on Candice, and what do you know? Like when Candice is in there with uh with Kuwi Warriors, it's good. Then Eo, then Indy gets her hot tag, and then it wasn't good anymore. (laughs) Another one they got out there, Indy Hartwell. Yeah, but to be fair, she is still better than Maxine Dupree. Uh, so moving on. She better than Jade. No, no, no. Um, and and even if well, I'm not even gonna get to it. I'm moving on. Moving on. We don't say we don't say negative things about Jade Cargill here. We don't do that. This is not that show. You better you better take that shit to one of the white uh, podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) We we don't do that here. She has does she does Jay Cargill have some holes in her game? Sure. Is that enough to keep her off TV? Fuck no. Are you insane? All right. <laughs> this woman should be yeah. on TV today. Actually, this woman should have been on TV the second she signed. This is insane what they're doing. We were just before we talk about uh what's her name? Uh Liberty Bell. Uh yeah. Women's Right. Uh, yeah, Lacey Evans. Name? Lacey Evans. They'd have bent over backwards to put Lacey Evans on television. Right. Exactly. Uh, anyway, um, so end up closing closing out by having uh, Kyrie take out Indy uh, after Indy uh, got back Candice got Candice back in the ring so you get the K, uh, the K Brada uh, from near fall and then um, it seemed like they were about to hit a double team move but like uh, Kyrie cleared out Indy on on the ring steps or out on the floor and then uh, EO took advantage and uh, take took out um, Kyrie with a double team move where it's basically like a like a, almost like a in held. Asuka held her up so Kyrie hit the elbow and Kyrie got the pin. Uh, match was good when Candice in. And Eo was wasn't or sorry when uh Indy was in, it was not. Uh, so after that, you know, the the heart, you know, the Indy or sorry the uh, the local star didn't get pinned, so they did the standing ovation for the loser thing, even though she didn't get, didn't get pinned. And it's like, yeah, well they protecting they protecting Indy. Candice got to be the person to do the jobs. We'll see. It. We'll, let's check back in three years. Let's check back in three years to see who who lasts and who doesn't. Anyway, um, so you get to the main card, opens up with a women's Olympic championship match. Um, starts with Becky Lynch and Naomi, and um, Naomi did a few things in here that were didn't look good. Like she tried to do, you know, how she does the. Uh, in the corner thing where she grabs you by the, between like her legs and she kind of like almost like forces you knee like face first to the turnbuckle. She did that with the, yeah. She did it with the cage, but like Becky slash her didn't want no parts of the chain link at all. So like the camera's right on Becky's face and her knees and like it's not even close. It's not even close, right? And then then he flashback the thing of the Tam and NASA point scraping his faces across that shit like a like a cheese grater. Like there's levels to this. <laughs> Uh, so, um, then, uh, I think, uh, by that point in time, they get in, uh, Stratton, Stratton does, uh, her gymnastics stuff, which is, she does them well, it looks good, the spots they ask her to do, she's good at doing them, um, can she, you know, 
Can she mat wrestle? Can she chain wrestle? Can she run the ropes? We don't know that yet. But look, that's the point of this. Like most of my prison matches meant to hide some people. So they did her, they did a good job showcasing her and emphasizing her strengths right now, which is gymnastics because she was a formal Team USA national level gymnast or gymnast. So good. I'm gonna say gymnastics. And that's not a that's not it's gymnast. So um then eventually you get in um uh Raquel Gonzalez monster spots they try to uh, hit three moves of big moves on her in a row to get her out of there she still kicks out to her and how impressive she is um then bianca gets in and then bianca gets in and she's like she's the most impressive wrestler throughout the whole entire match she's she she looks better than becky she looks better than naomi she looks better than um uh raquel's better than trish i'm not Trish. i said trish that's a Freudian slip oh it's better than, than tiffany stratton um just look just look what best wrestler best woman's wrestler in the company right so um, in, in that match. So they did this thing where Naomi just, it was a humiliation ritual, what they did to her. Like she lost in the, one of the dumbest ways ever. The first one eliminated, um, she's out. And then, uh, by the end, Liv, Liv Morgan's in there and like the final three comes down to Bianca and Becky and Liv and, Liv like still like rolls up Bianca, gets her out of there. So she's so Liv gets to the final two. Liv Morgan pins Bianca Belair. Right. Hold on, hold on. It gets even worse. And then after she pins her one, two, three, like two seconds later, she gets up, turns around, and then Becky just hits her with a uranagi, not a not a pump handle manhandle slam, just a uranagi. The standard, the standard Jay White. Uh, Samoa Joe, Bray Wyatt, Uranage. One, two, three. Literally, literally seconds after she pinned Bianca with the roll up. Rich? All Elimination Chamber matches are the same. Stealing pins? Caught? Flash finishes. Go, go, look, go on a run before you immediately get pinned. Oh no! I think Rich. I think Rich Crazy brought it up. Like, there's a reverence for like the Royal Rumble and like history and shit like that. Like, the Elimination Chamber has none of this. Like, <laughs> like it's just like because it, because of where it is on the schedule. Yeah, this thing should be some type Out of multi-person blow-off thing where like the champion has like has has smoked with multiple champion with multiple people. All right, heel champion has multiple has smoked with multiple people, and like you're like, bro, there are three people in here that want to whoop his ass. There's no way he's getting out of here with his belt. And sometimes he escapes, sometimes he doesn't. Like, think about it. Like, the last one that was really good, or not the last one, like, one of the ones that are memorable, it was like, when, when fucking uh, Santino Morella looked like he was about to beat Danielson in 2012. Mm-hmm. Remember that shit? Mm-hmm. Like, then again, you know, it's Danielson. It was a joke. Is, is, is yeah. Brian Daniel, is Daniel Bryan? He, Actually, he was in most of the great ones. Like, he I was know. in the Kobe Kingston ones. Right. He, won, he won it in 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man. Like I, I, I it's, how it's, dare it's how fucking... dare Paul Levesque book Liv Morgan to be Bianca Belair? Like I don't have a bit to uphold, but he saved that at the end. Yeah, yeah. You Just know. tragic what happened to her. Just tragic. Yeah, she'll never win. She will never win. Yeah, no. Like she, that was her little. Oh, you know that 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 was her that was her win of the year. Or that was her pin of the year, and then like she'll do nothing the rest of the year. Uh, Can't wait. Yeah. Can't so, wait. Be there. So I didn't watch this. I watched this on Sunday. Uh, 
like at like ten at night. So I fast, so I, I fast through all the shit. So like all the the stalling and the bad pacing stuff I missed. I just went match to match to match. I treated like a uh, I treated like a G one binge. Uh, so uh, next match after that, you get uh, tag team or the unified tag team title match. You get Judgment Day, Damian Priest and Finn Balor versus uh, New Catch Republic, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. Um, this match was really good. Um, Balor and Priest. I seem to have figured out how to make this thing work as a tag team, as opposed to just doing the bickering thing or whatever else. Got some heat from Dominic cheating a little bit, and they eventually ejected him. But Bait and Dunn are still Bait and Dunn. Um, they're still fucking awesome, and they had some cool spots. Uh, Bait did the did the airplane spin and got over like crazy. Um, he got a shot of his entrance. He got a steal, and the, the one steal of the whole entire thing where he looks old, people took it. And and you can and like because his ponytail is back tight and the lighting's there and like he's lost his hair. But then like all of a sudden he steps in front out of the he, he steps out of that bad lighting and he looks like still Tyler Bate. So like it, like y'all are nasty. Y'all are nasty. <laughs> Brewhaven in the comment. He's twenty six and looks forty three. Right. <laughs> he looks like there a nineteen eighty four forty three. Right. And then you, look, but here's the thing though, right? I person that likes on Twitter saw his clip when he was wrestling uh, Walter uh, in that all time match. Um, at a takeover in the UK, right? Yeah. They look exactly the same, fucking same, except one has longer hair. That's the only difference. Same beard and everything. He, he has aged like he's fucking 20, 20 years. People just lying. Um, so yeah, this nigga been locked in a warehouse for yeah, six that's years. That's a joke. That's really a joke. Like Brian, seen you forever. Oh, you look like a fucking Jedi Master. Like <laughs> this nigga's here. been in jail. Said the man like Quagon Jin. Yeah. <laughs> he said, "You don't even know what the fuck Qui Gon Jinn is." I don't even know. That's exactly what the nigga <laughs> was. He made this vibe, vibing off of the all the contest clues. Like, yeah, sound like someone of the old niggas. <laughs> yeah, <Yeah>. whatever. <laughs> so, um, so then, uh, yeah, man, great match. But then ultimately, at the end, uh, uh, Judgment against W. Uh, they continue to be champions. I'm interested to see what they what they end up doing at WrestleMania. Um, hopefully they face, face a good team, a really good team, because I think they have one of the better matches on the show. And you know, it's too nice. They are about to wrestle our truth in the Miz. Are you seriously joking? I'm dead serious. You really been they're really putting back awesome truth. Yes. In 2024. Nostalgia run. That's what the people want, bro. What kind of that's what they want this? in this company. They don't want DIY. They don't want uh, bait and fucking done. They want our truth doing his 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 gimmick, and they want the Miz. Rich, the last they time, want the awesome truth. The last time awesome truth was together, they got blamed for for a bad buy rate for Survivor Series 2011. Right? Yes. Have they just forgotten it's, this? That this is what these these people grew up with. It's time for the nostalgia. They want our. They are going to go crazy when our truth wins the tag team titles. James, post summer of punk nostalgia. Look, CM Punk's back. The Rock's That's back. That's good again. nostalgia. That's good nostalgia. Awesome truth was not. <laughs> no awesome truth. Bring back the Let's real see. then. Fuck. What are we doing? They might not be that far off, you know. Triple H calls back everybody, so <laughs> he ain't calling back. He ain't calling back Del Rio. I I, I bet my down dollar on that one. <laughs> anyway, uh, so moving on. Next match after that. Well, I can't say moving on because they didn't exactly move on. I think this is where the fifty minute uh gap in time was right here. Fifty minute gap. Cody Rose challenges The Rock to a match that will never happen. 
Look at them I delivering. I I had the same feeling. Had the same feeling. Uh, you get the uh the WWE World Title Number One Contendership Elimination Chamber match: Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, Kevin Owens, LA Knight, Paul Logan, and uh, Randy Orton. This match is fun at times, especially like the interplay between like Kevin Owens wants to kill Logan Paul, and Logan Paul thinks the fucking game, and then like Kevin Owens like gets lost in the fray in the middle of the match, and then, like as it, as like. Bring back the Nexus. Wow. Wow. So as a, uh, I mean, Barrett's on commentary. So, <laughs> well, they can't bring back the, the full Nexus, you know, R.P. Bray White. Um, no. So, uh, la- okay, so in the in the midst of all the, you know, the championships where you don't know who's going to come out next, right? Like, you get, all of a sudden, Kevin Owens kind of, like, dies off the side in the middle of the action. So you're like, I don't know where he is. I've kind of lost track of him. Is he sleeping in the corner or whatever else? So then they go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Like, oh, it's Logan Paul's time to open his chamber, right? And all of a sudden they cut to this chamber about to open. And then behind him, almost like the Keith Lee, like sit, rising up from like, like Godzilla out the water. Like, you see Kevin Owens right behind him. He's like, and he's like, trying to keep the shit closed. Nope. Open that shit up. You start putting, putting them dummies on him. Whooping his ass from pillar to post. Uh, so, um, so that was super fun. And then, uh, like Bobby Lashley was out here throwing people through the uh, through the pod glass, and he ended up spearing somebody through the pod glass. I think it was Logan Paul as well. Um, it was really fun. Uh, Randy Orton came in and immediately like did this spot where like he's selling his back injury, even the back surgery he had. They took him out for you know almost a year and a half, and like everything he like he's doing, he's old man son like like Chris like Christian would, or, like, not Christian, but uh, Edge would, right? But like mm-hmm. it's it's better, and because like there's more people around. Like, you don't have to focus on him as much. So, like, he's basically, like, doing a spot here and there and then, like, selling his the bump on his back and, like, some, and you know, being injured. It was really, really well done. So then they get to the part where, like, Logan Paul, it's the final three. It's Logan Paul, uh, Orton, and McIntyre. And Logan Paul just eliminated, I think, Kevin Owens. And he starts celebrating and started doing his pose. And they zoom in close on him. And all of a sudden, Randy Orton does a fucking arcade out of nowhere on that man and, and, uh, and pins him and gets him out of there. So, um... You get Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton to go face to face, talking about obviously their feud for 2020, um, and how mad they were and how much they you know screw each other over, and they start fighting a little bit, and then all of a sudden like uh, Orton like sets up for the RKO on McIntyre, and then Logan Paul did not vacate the the chamber, he he uh, he didn't oppose with those brass knuckles, he just got back up and just punched Randy Orton from eliminating them, and then uh, McIntyre just rolled him up and pinned him, so. Um, that obviously sets up like what is going to happen with Logan Paul is he going to face Kevin Owens or is he going to face Randy Orton or is he going to survive because like both of them are going to be in the match and like both of them are going to screw each other because they're trying to both get their hands on um, Logan Paul Either way, any of any of these three scenarios work out for me because I think all three of them are fun to, like somebody beating up Logan Paul is fun so uh, so then McIntyre obviously he's going to he uh, he <laughs> he celebrates he he busts a nut and fireworks shoot out, shoot out for thirty six seconds. It's it's all time meme. Pray uh, for it and it happen. Yeah, uh, he's he did say like you know I you know I, I got I only got a portion of Cody's uh pyro budget. Like I, I really enjoyed this uh, what uh, McIntyre has been doing ever since like uh like CM Punk came back. Like um is this time to talk about well, what I'm, we were talking about I'm off here. So I'm just taking the air out of all this shit and just and just make fun of it like like. It, it, Drew McIntyre just airs all our grievances. Yes, yes, he is. Yes, he is. A, he is a he is a sounding board right now. He is basically like he is all of us saying like, "Hey, man, 
This shit lame. Yeah, he like he just like he just diabolical hater right now. It's great. It's awesome. Like we need more diabolical haters in pro wrestling. Like Adam Page right now is an amazing diabolical hater. Right now we have Drew McIntyre over here, and like they're fun. They're fun. It's not like they're trying to obviously like we boo them because at the time they're trying to be for them to be booed, but like we enjoy what they're doing. Like there's a happy medium. You don't have to be like the person that is a heel and then doesn't do anything at all and says like the way to be a heel is to be like to have bad matches. Like that's not how that works. That's not. I don't want to see that. Like be an, be an absolute dick and like still have good matches right. so yeah um mcintyre seth rollins i'm here for it um it'll be fun and like you know there's a great chance that mcintyre gets his w because you can just roll him over um into being champion and then wait for punt to come out come back and then you can get back to seth rollins whenever but seth rollins not in, is not a priority right now he damn sure don't feel like it Drew should be on top of this fucking company. But uh we'll see. Look, man, we were talking about this off air, but like he's getting he's he's I said to you like he's fucking fuck around to get hot again and you were like he already is. I was like, Yeah man, like Yeah. It's Yeah. When you let someone when you let someone be like have look like he's having a blast. He looks like he's having so much fun compared to everyone else in his company. Not to say that people aren't, but like he looks like he's having more fun than anyone right now. Like you know what it is? It's like he has not signed a new deal yet. Regardless of like what rando weird WWE Twitter account like uh, that claims they have sources uh, is saying, no one real has actually reported that. So you know what it is? Is I have no like he's the he's the pretty girl no to dance right now. No fuss to give. He's like, what you gonna do? You gonna punish me? Because I'll just fucking walk out the door, or y'all gonna just let me do what I want? And then y'all gonna give me the money anyway. But but so... the thing is, like, but but that's true. But at the same time, like, this is not how they treated John Moxley on the way out. If this, it, or well, he told them that. Well, he told them he was leaving. That's why. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Drew was just like, you know, it, it's up in the air right well, now. But so. but either way, he's in a great position because right now he's doing the best work that he's done <clears throat> since two thousand since two thousand twenty. Mm-hmm. And like, right now we're at a point where it's like. Cody's doing great. Um, he's doing great. The Rock thing has injected energy into the company, regardless of how well it is or whatever, or how good it actually is. And as far as like the part where they fucked it up, um, and they had to retcon it. But like right now, he's taking advantage of him approaching free agency. And like I kind of think I kind of have a feeling that that he. I would not be surprised if he's already secretly, secretly re-signed, but like if he hasn't, that's even better because he he gets to flex leverage now. And then like if he like they put they put a belt on him, he's the champion. If he loses, then great, they got him hot, and then they and then they beat him. And they but they did show proof of concept. Like we know what to do with you now if you want to re-sign. And also he has an opportunity where like look, bro, I was airing these all these WWE stars out for months. On their television, if give me three million dollars a year, Tony Khan, and I will come to AEW, and I will be, and he'll be over like a star because he was shitting on people on WWE air, and he goes to AEW. Like he's he has set himself up perfectly for either a, a big money re-signing or or more, or or to get the money from AEW. Either one, he's going he's gonna be you know he has done a really good job in these last two months, really good job. Yeah. 
I'm happy for him because you know we yeah, both that guy's fucking awesome. My God, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, hell, I mean, if you look at it like he's he's already wrestled on pretty much everyone there is to wrestle except for maybe CM Punk in WWE, and then you look at that murderous road he got in AEW. Hey, man, Danielson, come on McIntyre. down. I'm sorry, Danielson Galloway. Come on Omega down, Daniel, o- Omega Galloway, Okada Galloway, Osprey Galloway. Moxley Galloway, Swerve Galloway, Kingston Galloway. I can keep going. Yeah, for, for minutes. Takeshita Galloway. Right. Cope and Christian versus Galloway. We never, I don't think we got those in WWE. Penta and Galloway. Penta, yeah. Bring them all down. Bring them all down. Hell, Warlow. War, War, yep, Warlow and Galloway. I just about to say it. Yep. <laughs> Joe Galloway. Yeah. Yeah, man, it, it would be cool. I ain't gonna front, but uh, <laughs> either, I'm so. just, either, but either way, like regardless of whatever situation, he has basically rebirthed him. He has revitalized his career for another run. Yep. In WWE, in WWE or elsewhere, good for him. He's one of the top talents in America. They're wrestling in America. And I'm happy for him. So yeah. yeah. Uh, then uh, we get to the main evento. The uh, oh. the WWE Women's World Title, Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax, in what has to be the best singles match of Nia Jax's career. This was a standard. This was a standard WWE pay per view main event. Um, now, Nia in the first minute fucked up a front a flip bump for a Hurricanrana. After that, she was fine. Um, but the main thing is. This was Rhea in Australia being a powerhouse wrestling a bigger... This Hogan Andre is another Hogan Andre type of thing. Uh, this is better than Hogan Andre, but you get my point. Um, they did they did uh, the, uh, announce table spots. Like, it was, it was fun. It was actually a decent match. Um, an overwhelming success in my eyes. You, my, my expectation for it is, like, this shit going to be one of the worst matches of the year is Nia... And they put her in a spot she had no business being in. This match ended up actually being something approaching three stars. So, um, shout out to them. And like they built the whole match around like can Rhea actually get up uh Naya into the uh the prism? Um, and then eventually she did. That's why I said Hogan Andre psychology, the body slam. Um so yeah, she eventually then got the win, and then she celebrated with her parents that were sitting her family that was sitting ringside. She got the picture and all that kind of stuff and let off the pyro. The pyro was delayed. They fucked it up. They're kind of like the uh, Brock Lesnar WrestleMania 31 thing. Or like, she does she does the pose and then like five seconds later the shit finally goes off, but they'll fix it in post. They'll fix it in post, yeah. whatever. Pyro went off. She got, she also, she too got her, her pyro orgasm and uh, they out of there. So, um, you know, they 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 worked the what they whipped uh they whipped up the right marks to a frenzy. The crowd was incredible. Um, they even when they had them cooled down for fifty for almost a whole fucking hour for no reason. Amazing. But hey, I didn't watch it live. I had to fast forward through all that stuff. So my experience is much better on review watching it than watching it than watching it live and have to sit through all that. So hey, here's here's a here's my recommendation for all of you. I think I've said this for over a year now because I did this at WrestleMania Night Two. I started WrestleMania Night Two. A, a hour late, and then I caught up by the time they got to Roman's entrance. 
Yeah, bro. Because I remember when I was watching the show, I and I knew when that edge match ended, it was like ten twenty five. I was like, bro, they're not gonna get in the ring until eleven o'clock. Like, and I was like, between all the ads and the fucking, I knew the entrances were gonna take forever. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, bro. And then like they didn't even like. Like, I don't think somebody... Yeah, I think the bell rang, like, after 11 or some shit. I was like, that was, like, 35 minutes. Like, right. <laughs> the fuck? Right. Like, Yeah, I had learned my lesson from night one. Like, any of y'all that watch WWE or whatever they want to, I suggest don't watch it live. Like, tune in right when it starts. Like, wait an hour. Fast forward through all the bullshit. The ads, the, the backstage nonsense that doesn't factor into actually what's happening in the ring or, or any storytelling uh, things. And then you'll be able to just zoom right through all that stuff, and you have more pleasant experience. But like, if, but I have nothing for you if you want to watch all four hours of that shit. I have nothing for you. That's that's it's your fault. You know it. It has been going on for over a year. You have nobody to blame but yourself. Like, if you want to shit on it for still doing that, go ahead. But I'm but I'm not gonna be like I'm not want to hear about the suffering part about it. I'm gonna be like this. I'm just gonna be like the fundamental part of that's stupid. I'm with you. But once you talk about your suffering, hey man, learn a lesson. James James has warned you now for over a year. Or for about a year now. Yeah, man. So yeah, um, I think we, uh, we 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 you know reviewed AEW Revolution. Um, kind of talked about Sting's career, what he meant to us. Uh, we shat on New Japan's uh, post Okada run in the immediate future, and yep. uh, we talked about this chamber and um, talked about the goofiness of it because normal WWE always comes with goofiness, or even when they're hot. So uh, is there anything else we missing? Um, no, nah, I don't think so. It, it just became March 1st. Oh, wow. Um, so gotta pay my rent. Um, <laughs> is, it t- so. is it time to go on Twitter to see, uh, what, what, uh, what you did to get in the women's business to see what they got to say about our stinking asses not taking, not handling our uh, contributions to, uh, to the household? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I know it's Black History Month over, so, uh, it's Women's History Month now. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's March. No, like let's, uh, let's you, you know, you know the you know the theory that that ongoing theory, like you know, on social media, around the end of oh, a month, yeah. beginning of a month, you start seeing like these these tweets from women talking about what what men aren't contributing to the table as far as bills or whatever else, and it's like, yeah, oh, you had somebody that was supposed to pay for you. Ah, or you thought it was going to pay for you, and then it's not. And like, look, I, I, hate, I'm sorry, I feel sorry for your situation, but I but you. You probably should be in a better situation. Better situation. And um, yeah, maybe putting them dudes on blast. But the part is they'll be naming names, which means like, y'all, it is is make believe. It's fan fiction. Uh, I don't know about make believe fan fiction. I, I this person might be in free agency. Ah, this might be a free agency. They're know? trying to get chose. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, unofficial. You know, some take some official unofficial visits. Ain't no wrong with that. In the yeah. row with that. Amazing. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, you think yeah. it's time to wrap it up? So, I, I mean, uh, okay. one of these, uh, uh, the WWE 2K rating segment, we'll probably be back with that next okay. week because we won't have, obviously, we're not going to review Dynamite next week. So, yeah. uh, we'll have the Revolution review and the Dynamite, or the we'll have the 2K rating segment. I'm going to Dynamite on Wednesday in person. Um, and then I'm going out of town next week. Um, and I fly back home Monday night. I'm going to land. 
Um, I don't think we'll be back the following Monday. We'll probably be back Tuesday. Okay. Well, just let me know because if I need to do solo, I'll do solo. But it's up to you. Yeah. Cool, man. All right. But uh, yeah, we 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 can get up out this hole. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. Uh, be sure to rate us whenever app you're using to listen to us with. Uh, if you are watching the stream, uh, go to our podcast and go to our show notes, and you can uh, go to the red circle link and donate there. And be sure to listen to other shows on the network. Besides One H Radio, you have Keeping a Strong Style, uh, Imps, sorry, W WWE Adventure, All Things Elite, the Trish and Sarah Wrestling Podcast, Tunnel Talk, and Wrestling Things with Chris. Uh, am I missing one or did I get all of them right there? I think I got I think all of them. I think I got all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I got all of them. Yeah. Finally, not got the part. Finally, finally. Next week, I'll fuck it up, but finally got out of the part. Not got the part. So, um, thanks for listening, y'all. Later. Peace. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.